Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Grace and peace to you this Easter Sunday. I am very happy to be sharing with you the gospel, even though we feel far apart. I thought it would be a treat to hear the Voices of Trinity's choir once again this week, so here they are singing the Alleluia Chorus.
Thank you to Trinity's Choir for that chorus. The gospel for this Easter Sunday comes from St. Matthew, the 28th chapter. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord, descending from heaven, came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly, and with great fear and joy, they ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. It's Easter. It's Easter, and I don't know about you, but it both feels like Easter and it doesn't. I feel pulled in two different directions. I am happy to celebrate the resurrection, and I am sad in the way that so many markings, so many ways that I know it's Easter Sunday, are missing. I miss walking into the church and having it smell in an overpowering way, like hyacinths and lilies and tulips. I miss my annual walk up the hill to the cemetery, to be able to see the sunrise and preach the good news. I miss breaking bread with you. I miss the songs. I miss the choir. I miss the peace. I miss the smiles. I bet you do too. Because of all the things that I miss, because of all of the trappings that usually clue me in to what day it is, I had a hard time figuring out what to say. And so for the long time, I thought that I was swirling. I felt that I was in a place that we had never been before. But then I realized that this is not the first time that Trinity Evangelical Lutheran Church has had to deal with something like this. Many of us have heard talk about the, uh, the influenza of 1918. And for those of you who have forgotten, Trinity has been worshiping since 1781. So we were well into our ministry by the time that flu came around. I went ahead and did some digging through our records. And it was interesting to see now, there's, there's not diaries or journals that I was able to find that tell step-by-step step what we did in those days, especially in 1918 and 1919. But I was, what I was able to find is a record of our roles, a record of our communion practices, and a record of our burial practices. In looking at those, I saw something interesting. 
I saw that even though our worship practices continued, many were missing late into 1919 when the second wave of the flu went through. A lot of people were staying home. And I was able to find that in our burial practices, while we didn't have an increased number of burials in 1919, all of them in late 1919 took place in the home. This was strange for that point in time. Most every burial either took place at the cemetery or in the church, and every once in a while one would take place in the home. But here at the end of 1919, they all did. I imagine it was tough not to be able to gather with friends and family to celebrate a life. I imagine it was tough not to be in a church when we wanted to celebrate life and grieve death. But I found something in that funeral at home practice. In 1919, when the people couldn't be in church the way that they wanted to, the funeral still happened. And the word of God was still preached. And the rites were still administered. And Christ was still present with us, even when we couldn't be in the place we wanted to be. And that sounded a lot like this gospel. Christ comes and finds us. Christ comes to find us when we can't be in the place we want to be. Christ comes to find us when we are scattered, and Christ comes to find us when we are afraid, and Christ comes to find us no matter where we are. The women went to the tomb, but Jesus was not there. And in their running in great fear and joy, Christ found them and stopped them and said, Greetings, the simplest of greetings. Of all the words in heaven and earth, Christ chooses the English equivalent of high. And then they bow down and they worship him. They grab his feet, almost trying to not let him escape again. They love him so dearly. Christ goes to find the disciples too, meets them in the upper room later that evening. Christ goes and finds his brothers and sisters in Galilee. Christ goes and finds the ones that he died to save. Christ goes and finds each and every person. Christ finds us and not the other way around. Easter is not about us arriving at the tomb to check and see if it's empty. Nor is Easter about us doing the right things and celebrating in the right ways. We could sing not a word. We could plant not a single flower. And the point of Easter would remain. The point of Easter is that Christ comes and finds us, surprising us with life where we expected to find something else surprising us with relief and peace where we expected to find something else. And lo and behold, Christ has found us this day.
Christ has found you this day. Christ is here with us. It's Easter. It really is Easter. If Easter doesn't feel the way that it normally does, I know. I know. And if Easter feels different, that's okay. I want you to know that Christ finds you on this day and every day of your life, no matter where you go. I want you to know that Christ holds you this day and every day of your life, no matter where you go. And I want you to know that Christ was, is, and will forever be the one that keeps us, the one that claims us, the one that loves us. And there is nothing that can separate us from that love, whether death or powers or anything else. Thanks be to God that Christ has found us. And may Christ be with you and your families near and far this day. May Christ be at your tables this day. And may Christ forever be in your homes. God be with you. And happy Easter. Amen.